Welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd. This is my vomit. Co-nerding vomiting with me is Christina. What up, nerds? Welcome to the only show that is not only in a league of its own, but rewatched it thanks to last week's episode. And by that I mean I rewatched it. I assume Christina completely forgot and didn't watch it at all. Yep. Yep. I forgot. It holds up. It holds up. I still get misty at the end. Like... When Tom Hanks hits that little kid in the face with a baseball glove, I still fucking laugh. Because the little kid's like, you're gonna lose. You're gonna... And he just goes, he's like, picks up a glove and just like blindsides the kid. And the kid falls <laughs> over and Tom Hanks is like, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Um, I mean, it, just a fantastic movie. Once again, Christina, I recommend it. Maybe that's what I'll uh, do at work tonight. And since we're gonna be dead, I'll just watch the last two books. The League of Our Own. That one. Sorry, League of Our Own. Last of Us is the game you have been playing. Well, yeah. La- yeah. Kind of? Not. We, uh... <laughs> Whatever. You missed it. We talked about it last week. <laughs> no no comments from the peanut gallery. Yeah. Wow, really? A snort like three minutes in. Possibly less. Um... Let's do talk real quick about um, a couple of games I've been playing. We're going to get kind of a, a weird sleeper agent of uh, something I've been waiting to talk about for a couple of weeks, uh, as well as I know. I know, I know. you brought it up off air, and I'm like, oh, I want to know. Uh, and then, um, you know, obviously, like if you've been taking in anything, you've got some kind of. Yeah, I got a new game for the Switch called Killing Let's, Eevee or something. Let's go Eevee. It's another Pokemon oh. game, which is the cross between the original yellow version from like the early 1990s and the new Pokemon Go for the phone. So you don't come across right while Pokemon have to battle them. You just catch them like you would in Pokemon Go. The mechanics are very weird, and it's not what I remember. Okay, because you played Let's Go Eevee before? No, I played the yellow version ah. and the blue and the red like way, you know, way back in the day. Okay. But yeah, that, that's I never got into Pokemon, so. Yeah, I know I'm the only one on the show that can talk about that probably. Yeah, and you're only half of the uh, amount of people on the show, so there you <laughs> no. go. Um, so PlayStation Plus put out their new games. Uh, one of them was an NBA 2K game, which who gives a shit? Um, especially because it's like an older like sports games like why like, you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'm sure there's a nostalgic quake to some yeah. extent but probably for those who really liked the sports games yeah like it, it like previous versions don't really hold anything yeah. for you um, I got now it's called the 20th anniversary version which threw me off because it's Rise of the Tomb Raider which apparently is some kind of prequel it's a it's well it, I guess it's like the younger like they did like a soft reboot of like the Tomb Raider games okay because I know of the Tomb Raider games I never played them but I I know uh, I never played the original Tomb Raider games actually um, the original ones were those ones that were on like the PC or uh, the, the ones that were on like the original like PlayStation PlayStation gotcha. Two I never really got into those um, in fact I never I don't think I even watched the movies um, I watched they, one they looked awful. They looked dumb. Um, the games or the movie? Or both? Uh, the movies. The games, I mean, I guess were fun, except for that weird, like, the whole, like, viral, th- well, at that, at that point, viral thing about, like, the weird, like, drowning animations in Tomb Raider 2. 
Um, where apparently she drowns realistically. Huh. Yeah. Um, there's a whole thing about it's it. It's almost and, as realistic and, and, and as the dogs dying in your destiny. Well, to, the, at that point, based on technology, yes. Um, so it says 20-year anniversary. What it means is 20-year anniversary of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Like, in general. Um, whereas, like, when I got it, I was like, there's... Like, I started playing it. I'm like, there's no way this game is 20 years old. It's it's not. No. It's seven years old, it, which still puts it on the PlayStation 3, possibly 4. Um, I, don't, I don't know the timeline exactly. But obviously the game is, like, technologically advanced enough. Yeah. Graphically that I was like, well, there's no way this is a 20th anniversary. No way. So I was a little confused at first because I'm like, why didn't I play this 20 years ago? Um, obviously, mm. um, but the 20th anniversary release means that it had like all the DLC, all the unlockables, blah, 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 blah. Which was a little confusing playing because I got like about 20% into the storyline and then locked, unlocked all the DLC stuff, which were like these like extended missions that I didn't realize weren't part of the original game. Yeah. So very much like Destiny, when I started playing Destiny, where I didn't realize that I was doing all these like side missions that had like nothing to do with like the story mode. I was just doing all the like DLC stuff without, without realizing it. Yeah. I did that with uh, this Tomb Raider game, um, which is cool. I found out the mystery of Baba Yaga, which is a Russian witch mythology. I don't know if you know Baba Yaga. She had a house with chicken legs. Yep. Um, yeah, there was a whole DLC about that. Huh. It was all right. Um, you unlock a new bow, because like your a bow and arrow is like kind of your main weapon. Oh, that reminds me of something we were talking about offline. But anyway. Uh, offline or off-air? Uh, off-air, sorry. <laughs> we were talking about the PlayStation 5, and super quick sidebar, that we were talking about um, so the three games that they've released trailers for uh, is the uh, Ratchet & Clank, uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah, you told me about which, that one. It's not a full game, but it's more than a DLC. And what you can compare it to, which I'll use this as a segue in a second, is the Uncharted Lost Legacy, where it's an Uncharted game, like with like including the side characters. And it's like, once again, it's less than a full game, but it's more than a DLC. So yeah. probably. 20, this is like in the middle 20, of like a 25 DLC hours, and... yeah. Uh, you know, playing. It's not like a DLC where it's like, well, here's like an extra story for like 10 hours. Yeah. Um, and it like, you know. It's like, ups- here's a game, but it's not as full as like a full right, game. Right, right, But right. it's like, it's. Just... I, I loved everything Uncharted, which is why I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I actually may get the, the kind of the third of the trilogy. Because uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was followed by Shadow of the Tomb Raider, or something like that I may actually get it um, I may actually pay money for it because I haven't ever played a Tomb Raider before really and it's like I know it's action adventure whatever it's Indiana Jones with bigger tits basically okay you can't tell me that from the original Tomb Raiders that that no, joke doesn't hold water or milk as the case may be ha 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 boob joke <laughs> good one Doug thank you good one but Basically, it has, like, the game mechanics, or, like, combat mechanics and action-adventure of, like, an Uncharted, um, combined with The Last of Us, coming back to that, like, kind of The Last of Us, like, crafting, like, um, 
health and weapons. Yeah. Plus, kind of the Batman Arkham games uh, take on like the the Riddler uh, trophies, where there are all these like weird hidden caches, and you have like optional tombs to explore that give you like more stuff, more or... abilities. Yeah. Um, that, like, you know, if you don't find them, it doesn't affect gameplay, but if you do find them, it does really kind of help. Okay, um, so it's like one of those that's like, you don't have to do it, but if you do it, it'll make the game a little bit better and easy, maybe well, a little then, bit like, easier. Well, then, like, it's just more shit to explore. That's true. In, in a semi-open semi world. It's not a complete open world, but um, but the maps are fairly expansive. That's good. Um, and then, of course, you find, you know, things that, like, reveal secrets, and you go and find these weird... Byzantine coins yeah. to buy money off of the weird like industrial complex guy. Anyway, um, because you're fighting against this weird, uh, it's called Trinity, which is like it's like militaristic Christian like offshoot, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a. Uh, it's like if you took the guy that whips himself from. Um, da Vinci Code, but gave him like. Well, no, did you ever watch Preacher? I know you didn't read it because that no, would be too much to it. ask. But it's basically the Grail, which okay. is like a a militarized Christian sect. Okay. So um, that's what you're fighting against right now, or what I'm fighting against right now in Tomb Raider. Um, but like combining like Batman Arkham Asylums, the Riddler trophies. Like you know, finding like hidden stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Drake's or you know Uncharted's um, adventure, action adventure stuff. You know, jumping, climbing, shooting bad guys. Yeah. And then like kind of the crafting on the go. Um, you can craft like you know explosive arrows and poison arrows and more arrows or um, you know bandages um, from like Last of Us. So it's kind of got like pretty much everything you'd want if All you right. were a. Adventure into yeah, as long as you weren't like you know, and it's like there's no first person shooting. So I mean, yeah, if you're into like that kind of third person action adventure, like it's a lot of fun. Or you just suck at first person shooters. There are some of you. I don't consider myself. Well, I should consider myself. I should consider. <laughs> I was like, join the club with us, Doug. Dude, I started that fucking club, so don't start. <laughs> but then I got into Borderlands and and uh, Destiny. So they slowly got better. I got better at the the player versus environment part of first person shooters, <laughs> but player versus player or PvP, I still I suck nuts. Um, <laughs> there's no other way to say it. Three farms worth of worth of goat's ass is is how much <laughs> I play on on PvP. Speaking of Destiny, and this is why I stick with just like single Pokemon. player RPG, yeah, that or single player RPGs like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Have you ever heard of Legend of Dragoon? No, I've not. That's something you might want to look into. I don't know if they've got it on the PlayStation Network or not. Okay. But um, it was, I believe, the first three-disc RPG on PlayStation, PlayStation? 1, 2? Just PlayStation? It might have been just PlayStation or might have been PlayStation 2. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Okay. But three-disc was like, that's huge. Yeah. That's a lot of um, gameplay on those older consoles. Considering that Final Fantasy VII was only two discs. Yeah. Put that into perspective. Um, Destiny, I'm going to start playing weekly. I'm just going to do their weekly events and uh, kind of move along. 
the little bit of storyline they have every week leading up to the Beyond the Light DLC uh, in September, the end of September. And I mean, I'll check in on it on the weekends when there's like the weird like traveling salesman character that pops up on the weekends. He like gives you something or... Well, he, like, he offers like exotic gear, which is like rare, rare, okay. like the like rarest rare of gear. gears. Um, I believe last weekend or this last couple days ago, weekend, he was um, offering a sword I didn't give a shit about. And uh, was it pants? No, pants was two weeks ago. It was like some kind of vest that like boosted sidearm damage huh. and reloading, okay. which sounds great. But you can only have one exotic gun and one exotic piece of like armor equipment. That's it. That's like, it. It's yeah. Like that's it. That like sucks. so, I can have yes, because I'm so used to Borderlands Three where I'm like, you have everything. Well, or Borderlands, yeah, like the Borderlands games where it's like you're like, dude, you can equip like legendary everything. And just be a god of death. Um, whereas, when, I mean, I, and I do like that, like, within Destiny, like, that does kind of limit you where you're like, yeah. okay, I have to kind of pick and choose. No, with that, are you able to exchange them if you need to? Like, swap them out? Yeah, like, so, okay. to give you an idea, like, so, I have an exotic rifle that I love. Like, it's kind of like my go-to weapon. Um, because it's a gun where you actually keep your uh, a- uh, enemy radar on screen. So okay. I can keep track of everything um but there are sometimes where i have to swap out to a different exotic gun uh a different pri- primary exotic gun so you can keep them like in there your stock and switch oh them yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right. so sometimes i'll have to like swap out and i'll go okay i need a different exotic primary uh, but then i need to change my secondary gun to be not exotic because i had an exotic sniper rifle with a non-exotic like, yeah, so you have yeah. Like, levels of guns. Gotcha. That, but yeah, it stays in your arc. Like, you have like an arsenal that you carry around. Okay. Like a backpack, I guess you could call it. Um, but yeah, only having like, one exotic per uh, column. So like one exotic weapon and then one exotic piece of armor. Um, it really limits you. It does because there are times where like I'll see an exotic piece of gear and I go, oh man, that looks really good. But I'd never equip it. Like the thing is, like I could get it and throw it in, like in my vault. Yeah. But I'm never gonna equip it because I've got a great exotic piece of gear right now that gives me double, double dodge. Just kind of does like the same thing as that piece, but better. Or it has to be that piece, but better because it doubles my dodge ability, and I have the thing where if I dodge successfully against an attack, I automatically um, replenish my explosive melee ability. So I really want that double dodge. It's gonna be yeah. twice, you know, twice the chance of like getting a knife that you know explodes. Yeah. Which who doesn't want a knife that explodes? Yeah, just throw it right in their head and just watch their head explode. Yeah, that's how I got a kid. <laughs> my, my exploding knife. Your little mini you. Mm. Let's not call it that. Um. You know she is. No, she isn't. So. I may have had a few drinks. Um, a now and B earlier, not earlier today, but earlier this week. This Since week, last recording. week, and gotten. I, I okay, so I may have I may have pre-ordered, <laughs> may have pre-ordered the deluxe edition of, and I'm gonna probably butcher this, so I'm sorry, Asian people. Ghost of Smoke. 
Oh, hold on. Toshimo. Toshimo. Which apparently is based on A, uh, historical accuracies, which is kind of cool. Uh, two, looks like, you know, kind of a game of the year contender. Okay. Uh, and three, like I was talking to you off air about, the Crave director was talking about how katanas are fucking, like, swords. They're weapons. Yeah. And depending on how you use it, you can kill someone in one hit. And they do have, like, standoff mode where, like, you kind of, like, square off. It's and like, like you against another yeah. samurai and you're like... Well, like, in the game, it's, it's PvE. Well... It's, it's yeah. Well, yeah, but, but yes. you're, like, squaring off against yes. another one. And... Um, apparently there's also... This is really fucking cool. Uh, there is a mode where you can turn it black and white called... Uh, I will do another round, please. Uh, um... Why am I blanking out on this fucking director's name? Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my fucking nerd card. Akira, um. Oh, it's Doug. Oh, he did Seven Samurai. Brian, who did Seven Samurai? I have no idea. Kirishima? Kirishima. That sounds right. Um, Akira Kirishima, who did um, a bunch of, like, just genre breaking. Yeah. Uh, groundbreaking genre, uh, like Seven Samurai, and I believe he did one that was like a take on your Jimbo. Um, anyway, uh, but apparently you do have that mode where you can go, like it goes like black and white. Uh, there's nice. more wind. It's like it's more cinematic. Like it looks, and they went to his estate and the, can we please call it like Kiroshima? Thank you, Kiroshima. Did you order that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Kirishima mode. Um, I'm excited to, to just see what that looks like. This is why you're called the BAC Network. That is why we called the BAC Network. <laughs> it was a very short meeting about that, as we ordered another round, in case you were wondering, folks, if the, you know, yeah, cups, glasses on the table were no. <laughs> and we'll get another round comment earlier. Huge didn't indicator, get... yeah. I don't bury the lead on this, okay? I know. Uh, but I'm excited for it. Like, I want to see, you know, kind of a new... I've played samurai games that suck balls. Um, like, in the words of Jay-Z, like, suck the balls to the draws. Like, suck. Wow. I can name them, and I will. Uh, Nioh, which I never played Nioh 2, because fuck that game. And, oh, what was it? It was called, um... Sekio, like, Shadows Don't... Shadows Die Twice or something. And... Like, there's, like, permadeath in that game. I fucking hate games of permadeath. Well, like, you just die and you're it, and you start like, and over. And that's it, and you start all over. Like, Ooh. oh, yeah, permadeath. I hate permadeath. Um, there's a great game called uh, Senua's... Oh, fuck, whatever. It was this crazy game that was, like... It was, like, it was about a Viking woman, but she actually suffered from, like, schizophrenia. And, like, the schizophrenia was, like... Sci like psychologically and scientifically accurate. I'm sorry, you saying that just reminds me of that one game that you had played where you're like, if you have any mental illnesses, do not that's play it, this. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. Se Senua's Revenge or whatever. Oh my it's god, called. you telling me about that game was just like. Dude, that game was fucking intense. Um, and they're coming out with a sequel for the PlayStation Five. No. Oh, so hold on. So speaking of shooting things with bows and arrows <laughs> from like a million years ago. Tomb Raider. Yes. So the third. Um, game coming up for PlayStation 5 is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Okay. Um, which I'm... What the fuck? You're alive? <laughs> oh no, I'm immortal. You. 
So, anyway, um, as I've just admitted to being a Highlander on on air. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, surprise appearance by someone I haven't seen for a while. Um, yeah, so the, the second Horizon Zero Dawn, which apparently she goes like to like the West Coast. Um, so I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like you know, like like forbidden wilderness or something like that. But there's a giant fuck off like robot turtle where I'm like, holy shit. No. Um, oh yeah, and like in the original game, like you fight a like robot T-Rex with a bow and arrow, like so to see a giant turtle is like you're kind of like turtle versus T-Rex, not as scary, but turtle's significantly bigger, and you're still only having a bow and arrow. Um, yeah, and, and Horizon Zero Dawn is like one of those games where if you're not playing it and you own a PlayStation, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's me. I'm telling you. I borrowed it for the first three days. I when I got a PlayStation Four, a friend let me borrow uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one. And he's like, "Man, what do you think of the story?" And I'm like, "I literally have no idea. I've been hunting squirrels for an old lady for three days." Oh, here I thought you were gonna say pigeons. Close <laughs> birds, birds. But yeah, I mean, like that that started like Horizon Zero Dawn was like my introduction to holy shit side missions are more engaging than the actual story. Like, that's the first game where that happens. To give you, like, a roadmap of... For you, that's, like... Like, I will run side mission upon side mission upon... Tomb Raider, I'm gonna... I mean, if I don't find, like, a hidden... Like, I'm not gonna search for all the hidden tombs and all that shit. Um, It's just a game that's just filler right now until Ghost of... um, Samurai Person. Tushima. There you go. Uh, like, you comes got out. this. Uh, and then after that, uh, Avengers comes out, which... Oh, yeah, what else do you get with the game since you pre-ordered it? Oh, yeah, we were talking about that offline. That Ghost of Tushima, like comes with, like, next to fucking nothing. Like, so I get, like, a PSN avatar, a dynamic uh, theme, who cares? I haven't even looked at it. I, I mean, I've got it. I, I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> Those splurge moments when you're not thinking clearly. Oh. God damn it. It's like, did I buy stamps on Amazon? Why did I buy stamps on Amazon? <laughs> that didn't actually happen. Um, that's a joke from something well, else. Yeah. But it does sound like it could happen. So, um, and then, do you have anything else until we get into kind of the, like, I, the, really the, 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 the mystery meat of the episode? No, ever since I've really gone back to work, I really haven't had, I, you know, you know, going back to work, my life is now slightly consumed by work. Unlike Doug, who would luckily only work, like, short periods of time while at work. If I were to go, yeah. If well, you were to go back to work. Yeah, but I don't have a, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a, a purpose. No, but I'm talking about, you like, I mean? before like, all of the COVID stuff happened. Like, you were still able to get a lot of gaming in. Well... Or nerdness. Yeah, yeah. Should I say nerdness? Nah. I don't really have anything else. Just say going back to work and working the really odd, weird schedule I've been put on is. Yeah. Just leave it at that. Okay. So this is something. No segue. There's, there is blunt, no way to segue this. Just blunt force trauma into this. So Blow been, your mind. I have had this on my list for a couple of weeks, and I'm kind of glad 
that I didn't come up on no applause. Thank God. Because I'm kind of glad that we get to do it on Nerd Vomit. I would have been so mad if it was on no applause. So, through avenues. Your many avenues. I am so sorry that's on air. Because I'm not going to edit that out. Um, that through avenues, I got turned on to the Captain Planet voice actors credits, which is fucking bonkers. Like, I am doing like Nixon jowl shaking bonkers. Like, what the fuck? His, his beard is literally shaking. It is a shaky beard. Oh, by the way, the next time you see me, this beard's not going to be here. No. I'm not gonna be clean shaven, but I I gotta I'm done. I'm no, done. No, you can't. No, I'm done. Oh, come like, on. It's so fucking awful. Just just a little trim, not like all of. No, it. there's nowhere I can go, because like you have to wear a gas mask. I can't get it like, I can't get it shaped or like nothing. I have to like shave it down with a guard or shave it off or keep growing its horribleness. What if I make you one that'll fit your beard? Give me one that'll what? What if I make you one that'll fit your beard? What one? What? A mask. No, but like no, like but like, at like a barber shop, they can't. Oh yeah. There's no. They don't do like hot like those hot towel shaves or beard trimming because you have to wear a mask. No, don't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trim it down like what it normally would be. No. It's awful. This thing's awful. I, I look like an oldie timey prospector. <laughs> Can you just, like, take out the middle and make it, like, a Wolverine beard? It is a Wolverine beard. But, like, actually fan out the corners. Oh, no, I I have to, like, trim it down, and I do have to put stuff in it. I know. All right, (laughs) so the planet... Sorry about the beard talk, but... Captain Planet, let's see, was a superhero environmentalist TV series. From the 90s. I remember growing Uh, up watching it. I'm actually going to get you a date real quick. Uh, it premiered in 1990 to 1992, so it only lasted about two years. So I grew up watching mostly the reruns. Cause yes. I was born in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, it was part of a block that included SWAT cats, which I liked. Uh, I remember SWAT cats. And Two Stupid Dogs, which I don't. So. Two Stupid Dogs. That sounds familiar, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, it... It was probably a cartoon about two stupid dogs. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, one, let's talk about the opening narration was spoken by David Coburn, who I'm going to look up because I'm like, who? Um, well, apparently he was the voice on the New Kids on the Block cartoon, so that's good. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, that, that was an actual thing. Um, I. He's apparently a, a, a voice... Actor of some note, of you know, n- nothing huge. Okay. Um. Uh, and Lavar Burton, you know, Reading Rainbow, Roots, Star Trek: Next Generation, no. the voice of Kwame, the African character. No. Yep. See, I'm telling you, that's why I didn't want. What? You, I didn't want you to look this shit up because I want you to. Damn it. Uh, the final season, the. Uh, open narration was vo- replaced by a rap with the guy from the B-52s. Okay. Let's talk about the voice acting. Now, yes, the rings please. were given to these children by Gaia, voiced by... You want to take a guess? Okay. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, okay. 
I can kind of hear it when I think back. Yeah, thinking back. Kind Apparently of... there was like some kind of resurgence where she was replaced by Margot Kidder, who played um, Lois Lane in the original Superman movies. Okay, but why would uh, she take Whoopi out of it? Probably unavailable, I don't know. I don't know, but it's Whoopi. Um, Captain Planet was once again voiced by David Coburn, who was the guy we were talking about earlier. Uh, Kwame, voiced by LeVar Burton. So wait, David Coburn narrated and also voiced Captain Planet? Captain Planet, yes. Okay. Um, so Kwame was... LeVar Burton. Yeah. Uh, the other kind of like big one was that Linka, the, the Russian blonde lady. Okay. Uh, she had the power of wind. Did she wear her. like a blue shirt or something, I think? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But, like, that. she was, you know, uh, she was voiced by uh, Kathy Suchi. Let's see if I'm, Susie, sorry. But it's S-O-U-C-I-E. Um, she's, you know, done a whole bunch of uh, voice acting. She was Morgana on Darkwing Duck, which is near and dear to my heart. Oh, my gosh, Darkwing Duck. Well, she was the Morgana, the one with, like, yeah, the like, magic know, one that but... falls in love with... And she joins the no, just No, Morgana was not Darkwing Duck. That was DuckTales. No, you're or thinking, you're thinking like, I know who you're thinking of, and they're two different, different. characters. Different, okay. Because you're thinking of the other magic character from, from DuckTales. Okay. The one that's got, like, the staff. The, no, like, the, the dark hair with the... No, Morgana's got, like, the, she's, like, tall, with, like, the red dress, and the, like, uh, Bride of Frankenstein hair. Okay. With the bats. Okay. That yeah. kind of keep her company. Yep. And she ends up joining the yep. Just Us Ducks. Yep. Because I'm now. obsessed with Darkwing Duck, and I know this shit off the top of my head. I know now. But I think she might be best known for, if you were to talk cartoons, as... Glad to see you're doing all right. Hey, see you, brother. Um, as Lola Bunny in Space Jam. No. So, what? Yep. Shut the front door. Yeah. Lola Bunny's voice actor was the same one that did the Russian girl in, uh, in no. Captain Planet. But really, the most... Exciting is the voices in the villains. Like, I don't know who Hoggish Greedly is. Oh, he's a pig like human who represents the dangers of overconsumption and greed, so, yeah, I guess. Greed? Sure. Um, voiced by Ed Asner. You don't. Okay. Uh, he was on uh, a whole bunch of like 70s sitcoms. He was. You'd know if you saw him. Probably. Uh, Rigger, one of Greedley's main henchmen, is voiced by John Ratzenberger. No. Who it was on Cheers. He was the mailman. He was, um... I didn't really watch Cheers. Uh, okay, uh, how about he's the... Oh, fuck. Who is he in Toy Story? Is he the piggy bank? Yes. No, he's not Mr. Ham. No! And he's always, he's always in all of the... He plays the underminer in um, The Incredibles, and there's like okay. there's like a joke in the post-credit scenes of the first Cars, where like he as a character in Cars goes, "That guy's voice sounds familiar. I think he's in like all these movies." Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Ratzenberger, crazy, verminous scum. Yeah. Uh, it was like I think he was like a rat person, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Jeff Goldblum. No. Yep. No. Yep. What? Jeff Goldblum. Jurassic Park, The Collector. I don't. I don't know what else. I mean, like, it's he's Jeff fucking Goldblum. Uh, he's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, he did the. <laughs> the Life According to Jeff or whatever it's called. 
He's also the one that does the Apartments.com ads too. Mm-hmm. No. I cannot believe it. The Fly. How am I forgetting The Fly with Gina Davis? The one of the most original I don't know, how body horror movies with David Cronenberg. I'm not forgetting it. That's the point. So I'm not going to bring it up. Doug's getting aggressively angry. Calm down, Doug. You're throwing that finger around a little bit. Doug has two chainsaws with tattoos of eagles on them. And those those eagles have uh, tattoos of uh, flaming Mike Tyson's on them, on their backs. Nice. Yeah, fucking America. Uh, Anyway, Duke Nukem, not to be confused with the cartoon, or the video game character, uh, voiced by Dean Stockwell. Alright, uh, Dean Stockwell, he was, um... Ah, fuck. You've probably never seen, um, Quantum Leap. No. Uh, okay, well, he, he was, yeah. He was Alan, Quantum Leap. Fuck, I'm old. Uh, I didn't say it. Lead Suit, one of his henchmen, was voiced by Frank Walker. Okay. Who's an extremely well-known voice actor, don't worry if you don't know that one. But he was the original voice of Megatron from the Transformers. Uh, like and the way, the, like, early? Yeah, like the original okay. 80s Transformers. Uh, also, uh, Boulder Native. No. No, like from Colorado. Here's Here's a Boulderite. Yes. Here's a mind fuck for you. And this may Please be... Please don't. Nope. I've already done enough nope, to my nope, brain. Nope, nope, nope. There's actually two mind fucks left on the... At uh. least two, two mind fucks. Dr. Blight, you know the... the Whatever, she had like this... Like, uh, this, like I'm going to say this and you're going to slap me because I'm not sure I'm right. But like in Avatar... Your avatar. Um, Zuko, the one with the, with the, the scar. With the scar. She, you know who I'm talking about? Like, yep. she's, she's Dr. Blight with the... She also has, like, the white stripe, like, rogue. Yeah, 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 but it's, like, over the scar. Yeah. And she, okay. You ready? Meg Ryan. No. Meg motherfucking Sleepless in Seattle. You got mail. Joe versus the volcano. Proof of life. No um, way. Inner space. Bad plastic surgery. That's not a movie. That's just her life. Sad how much nerve vomit you have coming out of your mouth right now. Um, yeah, shouldn't have dated, uh, what's his name, Russell Crowe. That, that was a bad yeah. choice. Um, the Proof of Life wasn't that bad of a movie. Yeah, Meg motherfucking Ryan. Damn. Like, like before Julia Roberts, America's Sweetheart, Meg Ryan was the wow. voice of Dr. Blight. Um, Damn. Sly Sludge. Who's an unscrupulous waste collector who represents laziness? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I could point him out in a lineup. Voiced by Martin Sheen. No. Yeah. Not Martin Sheen. Yeah, the president on the West Wing. Yeah. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Father of both Charlie Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Um, who also does the new like drug weird drug, drug commercials commercial. where he's like, I'm calling the police on like expensive drugs or whatever yep. he says. That was a. That's exactly what Martin Sheen sounds like. Yep. Um, like a, you know, yeah, transsexual uh, prospector. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. And then Zarm. And Zarm has two different voice actors uh, upon the original and the uh, whatever this reboot thing is. Uh, but apparently, he's a former spirit of the planet who left Gaia in search of other worlds and ended up laying other populous planets to ruin uh, lacking Gaia to balance out his methods he represents war and destruction uh, Zarm was originally voiced 
like Gordon Sumner, a.k.a. Sting. The singer to The Police? You've heard of the band The Police? No. Every little thing she does is magic. Every step you take, synchronicity. That's not humanly possible. Yeah, you can go ahead and give me that look. Because you're wrong. You've heard these songs. Probably. I'll play them off air, and you'll be like, holy shit, I'm a dumbass. He was uh, recast by Malcolm McDowell, who was in, um, I don't know, he was in Community, he was in uh, A Clockwork Orange. He's one of the greatest known British actors of all time. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. Sting was like a big one where I'm like, how do you... Okay. So uh, that that's it. That's a cl- Captain Planet. Had a huge, fantastic voice cast. Fucking insane. And then it's like, I, I get it where it's like, oh, we want to support like environmentalism. We'll be Great. part of this project. But you look at it on paper decades later and you're just like, holy shit. If this was a movie, it'd be like, oh my God. The cast alone, too big to fail. Yeah. So that's it. That's, that's like all. Like as a, a live action movie or animated movie? If they did a live action movie of Captain Planet, Clapton, Clapton, <laughs> Eric Clapton Planet. That might be the, new, the name of the episode. Um, would, would look so weird because he was like made of, was it ice? Crystal? But he had like, like grass a, for hair? Yeah. It like, Something. I can't remember if he was... I think he was like a crystal or... Like but like he still had like, he still had like, a, like an outfit. Like almost yeah. like, a, like a... Almost like a bikini. Almost like the thing from... Like made of stone or something. Yeah, and but like he still had like the... The logo on his chest. Yeah. And then like the un, like the underoos. The like the, the like superhero underoos. Yep. So basically he's wearing like an environmental bikini. Trying not to pollute the planet. Yeah, with some gloves and some boots. Oh, that's fucking gay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, that's gay. He's literally wearing a crop top with... A crop top <laughs> with Speedos. And gloves and like, and these boots. boots are made for walking boots. And what kind of... I'm sorry, can we go back to the gloves real quick so Would I can get Would you say it's a cross between, like, Wonder Woman's outfit and... Somebody? Superman's. Yeah. With no cape. But, like, it's more Wonder Woman's in terms of, like... It's Wonder Woman's pectoral... outfit on Superman's body. Yeesh! <laughs> I don't think I could get you to create that sound if I wanted to. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out, like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The B-A-C-N on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.